We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Good morning, everybody. Packers beat the Patriots 27 to 24 in overtime with seconds remaining on the clock, which probably was a mistake in and of itself. I don't know why you don't take a timeout. You know, they always say take a timeout and worry about a botch snap, but then the botch snap never happens. So whatever. So we're live on YouTube Saturday night. I'm going to do something different. Actually, it's Sunday night, so it's a lot different. I'm going to do something different and actually post this podcast right away. Uh, as soon as the game ended, I got a call from Mike the Painter. So, Mike, let's start with you, buddy. What's up? I am very pleased with the win. I th- I thought we we had it with the Dobbs catch. That that ball was just so perfect for Rodgers. That was the best pass he threw all game. And I thought it was I thought it was a touchdown, but that rookie's got to learn to put two arms around the ball going down to the ground, and he he will. He's he's really starting to be a really good wide receiver for us. I'm really pleased with him. Okay, yeah, it was a good play by Rodgers, absolutely, but uh, Dubs definitely has to hang on to that ball, and I don't know why it took so long, one for them to get that kind of a like Rodgers. I shouldn't say it took so long. They they were going deep pretty much the whole game. But finally that was like a that was a really good ball from him. Problem though was I don't know why they weren't playing for the first down in that situation. Yeah, me either. And I, I don't understand why they got away from uh running Aaron Jones that whole time. He was he had hundred and four yards and it, they just went away from him. I don't I just don't get Matt LaFleur's decision to go away from him like that. It's baffling me because it's not the first time he's done that. So one of the questions that will be asked this week a bunch is, as you know, a Super Bowl contender, is is that what this team is? Does this team – it's one game, and we're going to do this all year. That's what we do in football. After week one, we thought they suck, and then they win a couple games, and then they're good again, and they beat a Tampa team that was totally injured, and we keep forgetting about that. But through the four games, I guess. So through a, the quarter season mark, there we go. I'm relearning how to do this. Through the quarter season mark, do we feel like they're a Super Bowl contender? I do still because you can only play the team that you got on the field. And I don't care that Tampa Bay was injured on offense. They still have a heck of a defense. And they, they brought back, what was it, eight of the 11 players that won, won the Super Bowl? So, yeah, I I was still pleased with the win and to go down in Tampa and get that win. I, I don't I don't look at it as a, a, you know, a bad team over there in Tampa with the loss of all their offensive weapons. I think that was a, actually a really good win for us. So and we ran off uh, three consecutive wins, so I'm happy, and I still think they're a Super Bowl contender. They're only going to get better. All right, buddy. Well, I'm glad to hear from you, and we'll yeah, definitely talk too. soon. We've got a lot more to talk about, Mike, between the Brewers and the Badgers firing Chris. They did fire him? I didn't even see that. Breaking news! No way. Yeah, they, they fired him. Really... They fired him. They owe him $16 million bucks. No way. I didn't even hear that. That's, see, that's what happens when you work all the time. You don't get all the news that you should get. Yeah. Well, thanks for filling me in on that one. I'm going to go and read up on that. Well, I enjoyed talking to you there on your podcast, and I will call again. All right, Mike. You have a great podcast. 
right. You too. See you, buddy. I'm worried that it, it, see, I'm worried that it may have peaked from there. Okay. A couple of different ways to get in. Um, I do have on Twitter at Winks Thanks a link to this StreamYard video. So if you want to join the StreamYard and then be on the YouTube, and tell, <laughs> say this sentence 15 years ago, uh, there is a link to do that. And then if you just are on YouTube, and I'm on Aaron's TV, if you're just on YouTube, you can jump in and just leave comments or whatever. I don't expect this live impromptu post-game show to shatter YouTube records. Um, but what we're doing here is I'm trying to record the Monday morning podcast so that they're up right away. You know, it, there's more interaction now. I don't want to get up at 5 a.m. to talk about the Packers. I'd rather talk when it's fresh. I was hoping to start like 45 minutes earlier so I could watch all the Sunday night football game uninterrupted. But we'll probably go uh, through that a little bit since uh, – since there was a lot to talk about in this one, the Paul Chris stuff wild. It's one of those, no way it, I'm not surprised, but totally surprised the Brewers absolute garbage. Um, you know, you feel bad for the team, I guess. Andrew McCutcheon had some comments that, you know, if you're a fan, Hey, we're the players. So I understand kind of like what Justin Fields said a couple of years ago um, or a couple of weeks ago rather. So I, I kind of get that homo motif, but, as for as for the Packers, this was a this was a game where I think I looked at this more of a like this should have been a this should have been a bloody Mary bar game. Like you have your friends over, you're paying more attention to what you're making, you start getting in conversations in the third quarter, you start talking a little bit, the game's on, it's 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 less about that than it is about the you know, the environment and the party. And then by the fourth quarter, all the Bloody Marys are down. Nobody's touched any new drinks since halftime. And you're all, you know, on the edge of your seat watching a football game. That's what it turned into being. I, I, I it was a game where if they had lost this game, Bailey Zappi was going to be a trivia question the same way that Jason Garrett is with that Thanksgiving victory, I believe back in 1994, a mere 28 years ago. Uh, I got Brett jumping on here. Right, you're on the pod, buddy. <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> Are you uh, muted? Oh, I don't know. Can you hear me or no? Yes. What's up, dude? Oh, what's going on, man? <laughs> I wasn't expecting looking good that. in your Packer uni. What's up? Uh, yeah, I I was very underwhelming, um, to say the least. So I wanted to. Oh, I have the game, the post game stuff on, but. You're the true post game, so I'll start there instead. So you know what? My my desire on these post games is going to be to because there's like 500 post games. Yep. So I want to pick up all the scraps. <laughs> Dive into the real nitty gritty, the stuff that you know they're not going to show on NBC. <laughs> yeah, that not, yeah. I don't care what Dungey's talking about. No, no, they'll just say, "Well, you I want to talk about Mark Murphy picking his nose <laughs> and how unlikable Aaron Rodgers is." Oh yeah. But then when he throws that ball to Dubs, we all like him again, and then it's incomplete, and then no one likes him again. That's the kind of stuff I want to talk about. Do you think Dobbs being so inconsistent is like, like, is that just a rookie thing, or is it like because the talent's clearly there, but it just drives me nuts because it's just like. It's so obvious that he's great, but they can't seemingly get his best consistently. It reminds me of Devontae, and I hate comparing it to him, but it's the same thing, it feels like. I don't know. That's just my Well, opinion. yeah, Brett, the first couple of years, that's what Devontae was. Devontae probably would have made that catch, though. Devontae made yeah. all the impossible catches and didn't make any of the easy ones. That's why Devontae was so frustrating. Yeah, Dubs, you wanted him cut. Yeah, I did. Like... I did. Did you, did you ever hear about that? I want him cut. The thing with Dubs is he's been really good on like after the catch, but then right away tonight he fumbles, and then he has this big spot at the end of the game to really have a great like game ceiling touchdown, and then it's incomplete. So I don't know that I I, I don't know what he's going to turn into be, but I did. Uh, there was a text here that I got from a buddy, and I want to say it verbatim because it was really good. He says. <laughs> My buddy Eddie says, Dubs unfortunately seems to have that if something bad could go wrong, it will go wrong with him, Gene. 
And so that seems to be maybe where he's at, which yeah, uh, sucks. I feel like for me, it's like every time there's a good play, he follows it with a bad play, right? Like makes the great hands catch um, from Rodgers. Like Rodgers threw with like trust and faith. And he throws the next one because he's like, all right, he's my guy. I got him open. And then he screws it up. And you're just like, wh- like what? <laughs> like, where is – who is this guy? <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, it's I mean, there's there's definitely talent there, and there's definitely like, uh, okay, let's see more of him. But, again, with the receivers, you got a little of him, a little of Watson. Cobb came in late and was big. Tunyon caught the touchdown. So, I mean, he was used a little bit. I think the offense should go through – I said Aaron Jones first, Robert Tunyon second, but then on the other catches that Tunyon had, it might have just been one, one or two. He looks yeah. so slow. I don't know where the where the speed has gone with Tunyon, so that's been a problem. I'd love to see Watson in a role not just as a jet sweep guy. Like, are we ever going to get to the point where he's allowed to, like, run vertical routes where, like, they at least look at him? Like, it feels like he runs a vertical route, but it's, like, just to clear out the safety and they never actually throw it to him. Like, they threw the one in the first half. He couldn't adjust, and then – we didn't see him really the rest of the game, like as a receiver. It was interesting. Oh, there was the one play where I had tweeted that I thought Rogers was thrown to the fucking clouds. <laughs> yeah, I saw that tweet <laughs> right right away in the second. It's like, yeah, uh, where the good. hell is he going? <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, thanks for having me on, Bart. I got yeah, run. Brett. Good to talk to you. I'm gonna dip you out of here. We'll be on live on YouTube if you wanna. Because yeah, if be- I kept you in the stream yard, it's just your head at the bottom of my screen. Yeah, it's probably weird. You don't want to see that. Yeah, and it like creeps me out. So, uh, yeah, I'm used uh, to people listening to me. I just don't like when they watch me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, or like I can see them. It is a weird experience. I've only listened to you really on the on well on the radio, and then I listened to the pod a couple times, and I was like, when when I went in, it was like, here's like turn your camera on i'm like what is going on like <laughs> freak me out but all right cool. well thanks for thanks for coming is that a janice or a crab tree or oh what? it's definitely not a janice it's aaron jones <laughs> oh 33 okay i thought i saw 83 you don't have you, right, you got to get the sound bite together the janice janice you got to get that going again i am working on that my man <laughs> see you bud uh, i'm going all right that's brett okay so um janice did get a reference today because janice Janice was what was the reference for him? The first receiver touchdown from a rookie since 2016. I got another guy creeping up here. It's Badger 24. Are you there? You you want to speak? Badger man. We definitely have audio on you. You want in? Very compelling point, I must say. That point right there. That is why we are doing the podcast that we're doing to get those kind of insights from people that are that are joining us. All right, let me take a look at some of the comments that are coming in on YouTube. Uh, Boy Jar says, "When do we admit that Lafleur is awful at calling football games?" Belichick was running laps around him from a coaching perspective. All right, I don't know. See, here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. You don't know what the play that is called is, and you don't know what Rodgers checks out of. Now, in the final year of McCarthy, it seemed to be like whatever play was being run was the play that Rodgers was checking out of and playing. Okay, that seemed to be the play that was being run. Uh, on YouTube, it is distracting that my my HD camera is not working, so I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go back into basement setting. There. And that's a little, I'm in my basement. I've made that clear on the podcast that I do these from the basement next to the water heater where I did actually drop my mouse into and I had to uh, find out what the inside of a water heater looked like. And it's actually not a water heater. It's a sump pump. And I keep conflating the two uh, with each other. So in the first half, it was a lot of like, there was the jet sweep and there was some motion stuff and that was good. But then Rodgers kept throwing deep all the time. And I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what the situation was. I didn't know why it was happening. He was just throwing deep and throwing deep. And they weren't even like, it wasn't like the play to Dobbs in the second half. It was Rodgers has overthrown these guys by 10, 15 yards or so. So I, the first half from Rodgers, and I put out a tweet at Winks Thinks at one point, I put out a tweet that said, Rodgers is very unlikable already when he's winning. 
And it's even more pronounced when we're losing. And I tweeted that right after Rogers swore and said, snap the effing ball. But that, that, that's, you know, that's, it's, I'm not like, that's not why I tweeted it. This has been something that Rogers has been like, this is him. I don't enjoy rooting for him. I've talked about this. I was like starting now until the next game in London. I'm not like, I don't like this guy, but then when he's got the Jersey on, I love this guy, but then there's moments in the game where I realize I don't like this guy. And so I don't know how much of the play calling was actually Lafleur, um, but yeah, Belichick, I mean, he took a third string quarterback and led drives down the field, a run, 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 play action pass. Oh my God. Who could see that coming? Not Packers, not Lafleur. The challenge, everyone knew, look, yes, maybe in 1976 that Dobbs catches a touchdown because we don't have instant replay. And if you go back, go back and watch some of the touchdowns from the seventies, they would never be called catches today. Guys drop it and they, it's unbelievable. Um, So that, you know, back in the day, but everybody knew in 2022 football, that that's not a catch, but the floor challenged it anyway, cost a timeout. You knew you were going to lose a timeout. It was a, to me, it was a desperate challenge. It was a desperation challenge. He knew he was going to lose it, but there was a, I don't even want to say there was a 1% chance. There was no way that was getting overturned. There was no way, but he went and he went and did it anyway. So I don't, it did seem like he was being Alcosha a little bit. Absolutely. And then Belichick at the end, you know, he throws his headset off and he's getting all mad. He almost beat the Packers with a third string quarterback. It's like the game that Seneca Wallace came in. I got all hyped for Seneca Wallace seven years ago and then, Seneca was out, and then who played that game? Scott Tolzien. This was the Brian Hoyer game all week. Brian Hoyer, look at his journey. He's on the second series. Bailey Zappi, who was great in preseason DFS, by the way. Um, almost beat the Packers at Lambeau. Carl says, when the pod started, I wondered how we'd capture the goodness of the live callers contributing, and now we've got dudes video chatting from their couch post game. Shout out to Brett. He came in here. If you want to jump in the podcast, because some of these we will do live. Some of these we're going to, you know, try to do where I'll, I'll announce that, you know, calls are happening. I do have a StreamYard link up. That'll be good. I'll delete that tweet at the end of the game. So people don't get a air 404 message, but after Packer games, my intention is to go live and then post the podcast for the Monday show. Now with next week, I have no idea. I'm out of town. I'm at a wedding. I don't know. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hot Take Jake is joining us with an egg. Hey, buddy. Jake, what's up, man? Oh, we don't get to see your face. Dude, I literally just got out of the shower, man. I, I don't think you guys want to see that. You're not going to pull an Antonio Brown and show us the goods? <laughs> Dude, 
Dude, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what he was holding in that picture, but um, it looked like a hammer or something. Yeah, it looked like a very long PVC pipe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was like a snorkel. So he was trying to like, yeah, we can stop. I don't know. No, I'm reading now. I'm reading now, uh, Jake. I'm reading yeah. now with his penis. It was his penis. I mean, who'd have thought? <laughs> you know what's, what's funny? Up? Hey, that? That, was a, that was a fun game, huh? Well, yeah, but, you know, first on Antonio Brown, you know, because we can link this together. Uh, there's still idiots out there that think he's the missing piece for Green Bay. I might have been one of those idiots up until he walked off the field against the Jets. I just remember I posted a gif of like somebody picking up trash and it was like when uh, a person with a mildly recognizable name gets released. That's Packer fans just running to pick up that trash. Yeah, I, I still want Des Bryant on the team. I saw him tweet about the catch. I was like, shit, is he available? Maybe that could be like a full circle thing. Like, you know, it's 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 a curse kind of thing. It, it, the curse of the catch, no catch would come back finally. Yeah. Come All right, circle. so sports radio-wise, Jake, I'm throwing the question out there. Uh, through four games, do you think this is a Super Bowl contender? Well, I mean, I would have to say no. Um, first of all, th that's, that was an embarrassing game. Like, uh, any Packer fans on social media celebrating, going crazy? Yeah, what a game. Dude, you went down to the final second of overtime to a rookie third-string quarterback from what? Western, South, Eastern, Michigan Tech Community College, you know, Bailey, whoever. Which, Thanks. by the way, uh, Tony Romo, you don't have to tell us that Bailey Zappi can throw. He is a quarterback. We're well aware. I think he said it about 246 times. He can throw the ball. He can throw the ball. How are people into Tony Romo? Uh, I think the shine's worn off on him a little bit. You know what? I was watching the CBS halftime, and, like, I kind of long for Phil Sims up there. I mean, anybody but Romo, like, he, he's one of these guys that... I like that, Phil Sims. I don't know. Sims is okay. Uh, Romo just thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Like, I don't need you to predict every single play before it happens. That it, Just let it unfold. You know, in, in pro wrestling, they tell the color commentators, sometimes it's best to just lay out. And Romo needs to get that memo. But this game, man, my biggest takeaway from this is, like, how do you win with Aaron Rodgers as your leader. Like you hear him dropping multiple F-bombs on, uh, I believe it was Tyler Davis for being out of position. And then on the center for like botching the snap, like, bro, you're getting outplayed by a third string rookie quarterback on your home field. And you have the balls to try to call out other people and curse them out on the field. Right. As a young player, how do you respond to that? You know, do you really want to uh, play for that asshole? Cause I sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, so Rodgers got caught on the hot mic, and you say the Davis thing, obviously, we saw when he was yelling at the center. Like, if it's not on the hot mic, we don't know about it, but it just seems like with Rodgers, you know, sometimes sometimes guys say, snap the ball, and the, it's just, again, it's maybe it's because I've watched this guy for 17 years, and we all have, but there, it just doesn't seem as friendly or as, like, genuine. It seems like ego maniacal well i have a theory but um i think with rogers he's been propped up so much that he's one of these guys that starts to believe his own bullshit so he expects perfection despite not being perfect you know what i mean yeah that's why you know now is he ever gonna throw to romeo dobbs again because he made a mistake um i would say probably you'll have to give that another two months or so I mean, eventually, there'll be a situation where you're, he's going to have no choice. Because um, he's still not giving I, the ball to Christian Watson if it's not behind the line of scrimmage. No, but, you know, what's funny about Christian Watson is I've been, like, longing for a gadget guy for years on Green Bay. They finally get one, and he's, like, 6'5 and, you know, 200 pounds, where usually these guys are, like, 5'7", 165. Um, I, I love that. That was, like, my one positive of the game is, like, get that guy the ball in space and just let him go. You know, I love this college highlights, watching him take those jet sweeps. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, this today's performance, it just lends credence to my theory. Green Bay beat San Francisco with Jordan Love at quarterback in the playoffs last year. Because one fumble, Rodgers loses his mind. It starts at the top from a leadership standpoint. The team's going to go as he goes. B. 
besides that, it was just him and Devante with this imaginary chip on their shoulders that they didn't need to have for some reason that they're just like, oh, we'll just do this thing on our own. Jordan Love makes the reads, hands the ball off. You needed to score one touchdown to beat San Francisco and you couldn't do it. Jordan Love gets that touchdown. Well, that's why one of my like talking points, one of the things that I wonder is, and I might agree with you on that, but one of the things that I wonder is Rogers first half, four of 11, 44 yards, a pick, a rating of 11. And he had the pick six, which was only like the fourth of his career. I, I would seriously wonder if he came out like that in the second half, obviously you're not going to Jordan Love. But at what point would it be a conversation where if Rodgers kept having these kind of games, at what point would you think there is the need for a change? I don't know that they would do it. But again, I thought Wisconsin would keep Paul Chris until he was dead. Hey, there's another positive. I mean, I literally was in like a, a Facebook Messenger convo with two of my football fan friends. And they're like, hey, does Chris make it through the whole season? And I was like, well, of course, because this this Badgers program, they're a cuck program. Like they, they they'll never sack up like they'll they'll do the nice guy thing and let him go. And I'm like, good for them. Like they actually had some balls to recognize that we probably don't want to lose Leonard. You at least want to give him a shot. If you wait until the end of the season, now you're probably opening up, you know, him the opportunity to leave, which he may still leave anyways. And, you know, I, I like that they're going to go with Jimmy Leonard, but. Let's be honest here. We don't know if he's going to be good, but I like the fact that they're at least exploring that opportunity. To me, it's a turning point of the program to where typically they'll be like, oh, well, let's just give him until the end of the year for no reason. Let me see if this Badger uh, – Badger, you want to talk? Yeah, I'm here now, Bart. Sorry about that, Bear Pal. All right, no problem. Jake, I'm going to let you go. Good to speak with you. Love you, Bartholomew. All right, see you, man. Hot take Jake joining us live after Packers Patriots. Badger 24. Bart, Mr. Hey, Badger a, 24. Yeah, man. Just to, like, you know, hot take Jake there. This Badger program, making a change like this is huge. I mean, when have we ever seen a Badger program, especially like the prodigal son of Paul Chris, be let go in the middle of the season like this? Like, it's a top-tier program. I know it's not Alabama and Georgia, but, like, to make a change right now is, like, to the fan base, that's got to show, like, this is not acceptable. Losing to Illinois at home is not acceptable for this program. Yeah. Brett Bielema got him fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brett Bielema with Iowa tattoo on his leg comes in with Illinois and gets him fired. But you know what? I'm thinking there's something happening there. When Alvarez stepped down, was Paul Chris supposed to get that AD job and Leonard get the head coaching job and something happened there for McIntosh to come in there. You know, is there some bad blood in there somewhere along the way? Cause it just seems like, you know, it, you know, for Leonard to turn down the Packer defensive coordinator job, you know, to come back to Madison, like, when do you turn an NFL coordinator job down when you're in college like that? That's crazy, especially the Packers, to come back to Madison. I'm thinking that Leonard might have been the head coach all along and something happened there. Yeah, I don't know. Now, you want to you know, get in a rabbit hole about it. That defense looked pretty bad against Ohio State. Yeah, it did. Jim Leonard's defense looked pretty bad against Illinois. Now, wow, Jim Leonard's got seven games against non-ranked opponents to try to prove that he could be the coach. Interesting. It is, but you know what, though? We lost seven, eight guys on defense this year. I mean, we lost a lot of big-time players in that defense as well. And But for Paul Chris to be a quarterback guy and an offensive guy, I'm sorry, man. Graham Mertz has just been atrocious this year. The progress he's made has just not been good, and you can't have it. I mean, his stat line's always got seven, eight incompletions, but you know what? Those incompletions are always huge. He's missing wide-open guys for touchdowns, for first downs, keep drives going. Like, I've just, man, I expected so much more out of Mercy this year than what we're getting. Um, Yeah, I do too. I think the best game that he played was that high school All-American game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. But, I mean, you have Malusi and Allen in the backfield, and I know the offensive line has been retooled a little bit. But man, I, I mean, even last year, just I just seem like we're wasting time. Like it, I know Mertz was the guy; he was the recruit, the biggest recruit we've had probably since getting Russell Wilson. And then maybe it's unfair to like put big expectations on him, but we haven't had a quarterback in Madison that we've given this much time to. And I guess maybe just maybe it's just me, but I, I was expecting a hell of a lot more out of Mertz this year than what we're getting. You got any thoughts on the Packer game? Yeah, Packer game. Hey, yay, man, oh man, and I. 
where do you start with that game, man? I mean, I think it was everyone thought this was going to be a rollover game, and then Horror goes out early. You know, the kid comes in, third three quarterback comes in. And I mean, it, it, they got to win. They gutted it out. They got to win. It wasn't pretty. You know, short week now, going to London. It's going to be tough, man. I mean, that Giants team right now isn't playing bad football. You know, short week going to London. I mean, I, I think we just put this game behind us, get out of there with a win. I mean, honestly – that referee who let that play clock go down to zero for three seconds should be fired tomorrow. I know that wasn't the end all be all for the game, but if you're an NFL officiating referee, you can't let that happen. That, that, that clock was on zero yeah. for three seconds, Bart. Yeah. It's really weird. Cause we were worried about that or mad about that in the Buccaneer game. And then, cause they were like a second late, but then everyone's saying, Oh no, well you can be a second late, but then there was this one, which was like three seconds late. And it's, yeah. it, it, it's the thing that they need to do is get consistency on that. But again, one of the things I always talk about is I don't like the NFL, their their rules and the the way that they have structured this league, it's open uh, to still so much interpretation. Like the clock hits zero, and that's not agreed upon that that means delay a game. And I guess the officials were talking. Oh, I thought you reset it. But the NFL, I mean, look at this week's games. Look at last week's game, the, the week before that, the week before that. Every game is coming down to the wire because the NFL has for you know I I can't think it was like. On purpose, but there is some sort of like design where they're trying to get these games as close as they can so the product can be as enthralling as possible. And that's why there's a lot of gray area around the rules. And there was that tonight. There was the catch tonight. There's all these different things. You know, what is holding? What is, you know, all this different stuff. The play that uh, Carpenter had, you know, when he's pushing a guy 90 yards before where the play is. So there's just so many things that go on, but it gave what did it give you? It gave you a, a game that went into seven o'clock in prime time on the East coast on CBS, that 25 million people watched. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and honestly, for one, one takeaway tonight, I think the one thing, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, you know, Dobbs dropped that, that touchdown in the end zone, but Rogers went back to them, you know, and they got those two big plays on that last drive there to move the ball down the field. So that's a good sign. I mean, I know Rogers doesn't have a lot of guys to throw to, but usually he doesn't go back to guys and make mistakes. So, you know, going back to Dobbs at least is a good sign. I mean, you have to, right? I mean, he's so talented. So at least that was a good sign that Rogers came back to him after that drop touchdown. Badger 24. Good to talk to you, buddy. All right, buddy. Bart, thank you, man. Love the podcast. Keep going, buddy. Love to hear you on the, uh, in the airways, man. Full support. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Thanks. All right, buddy. All right. See ya. Okay. Uh, Tim Shea wants to join Tim. I did not send you the link at first. I then did just re-email you the link. But all these other people are jumping in. Uh, it's on my Twitter. So I did email you. I'm sorry. I, I emailed Horvat and Tim Shea the link right away to jump in on the podcast. And uh, well, I emailed them. I emailed them. The subject line said link. And then there was no link. And Horvat will join later. He said he wants to join after the other games tonight. I'm going right to bed after that. Uh, but then Tim Shea, I was like, hey, you coming, man? You've been my right-hand guy. And he said, you never sent me a link. So I screwed up, Tim. It was on me, but but now it's on you. So if you want to join us, uh, there are plenty of ways to do that. Again, uh, this is the Bart Winkler Show podcast. This is the Monday, October 3rd episode, which you know because you found us, and thank you for finding it. Like and subscribe. It's been fun to, to do this and to find new different ways to interact and going live on YouTube. The, Tim, the link is on my Twitter. The link to the StreamYard is on my Twitter, and I emailed it to you. Uh, like I was emotionally saying, it's very fun to do this and to uh, – you know, just get some reps and see what happens after that. So I'm having a good time doing this, but the Sunday shows I'm going to try to do live. And then I say this, but next week I probably won't be able to go live after the morning game, which I'm very excited for being in London. I just think that I will be, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll be out of town, but I, you know, Tim, I sent you the link. Don't worry about the email. Go to my Twitter. God, sorry, everyone. Tim Yahoo link link sent Tim Shea. Hello, Mark. I'm, 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 
currently sitting outside because there is not one parking spot in my neighborhood because there's a hockey game going on. Yeah, how about this weekend in Wisconsin sports history? We got the Brewers. I'm not talking too much about the Brewers tonight. No, don't. I didn't watch much of the Brewers today. We only get like 50 guaranteed hours of Packer football a year. I'm not wasting one of those hours. Stop. Then stop. Don't watching the Brewers. It. Stop. Next. Go. Was it three of four? They lost three of four? Yes. To the Marlins? Yes. Who don't care? Yes. So we'll have a we'll have a end of the season baseball throwdown episode. Roast? A roast? Yeah. That'll be on Thursday's show. So after the regular season is over, um, we'll do that. All right, now that you're finally in, sorry I didn't send you the link. No, it's fine. And then I saw it. I Yeah, you're good. Oh, did you see it and then you're just being a dick? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I did sports radio question today. I said, uh, it's a recorder of the season. How do you feel about your team? Is this a Super Bowl contender? Um, good. The run defense needs a little help. Well, okay, what's good? Run defense is bad. Pass defense is good. Pass rush is good. Running game is good. Running game is good. Dylan in the fourth quarter was much better. Quarters one through three. Sometimes it just sometimes he looks like a like a video game character running into the wall. Like his legs yeah. are churning. Yeah. But there's not a lot of movement there. So that concerns me. Uh, offensive line, I know Bakhtiari, I think, gave up a sack. And Jenkins, there was one one of the plays at the end of the game, Jenkins, like, escorted Matthew Judon into Rodgers, which was terrific. Some uh, of the wide receiver Special teams been, is fine. Some of the wide receiver play has been good. Romeo Dobbs, I think, is a positive. Okay, so here's the wide receivers. Randall Cobb is good for a late fourth quarter. He's like clutch, your closer. Clutch, clutch catch. They don't go to him for three quarters. They don't go to him for the first 55 minutes. They give him a clutch third down. Randall Cobb's your closer. That's his role. Yeah. Okay. Alan Lazard is good enough. Alan Lazard, watch every time he catch. There's no yards after the catch with him. Alan Lazard is already falling down every time he catches the football and will be on the ground within the first two steps. He'll like fall forward five yards. So great guy to go to get the first down. Cause he'll get it for you, but he always falls down. Dubs is a guy that I think can be the closest thing they have. I'm not comparing him. I'm not saying he's Tyreek Hill. Stop. But he's a guy that they can get the ball to. He can run with it after. And then you saw him use deep tonight where that should have been a catch in the end zone, but he dropped it. Watson Watson, you think, should be their deep guy, but he drops the first pass of the season, and now Rodgers doesn't throw to him after you know after the line of scrimmage. And then uh, I don't know what else. Well, who else is there? Sammy Watkins is dead. Yeah. Here, I got uh, Matt in the Falls calling me. I'm going to get okay. him. Matt, you there? Oh, hold on. I got a new speaker. What's up, Matt? Hey, just calling in. Uh, I know you guys said Friday you're going to go live after the Packer game, so I thought I might catch it live, and here we are. Here we are. I'm with Tim Shea, who's on the side of the street, because he lives downtown, but he can't park because of all the Blackhawk fans that are uh, in Milwaukee on a Sunday night. Oh, that would annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. So what do you think about the game? Um. I thought a lot of things about the game. Um, I, well, overall, I thought it was kind of sad that we couldn't, you know, separate ourselves from a third string quarterback, even though we threw for what, like 9,000 yards last year at Western Kentucky. I saw uh, they put up on the screen. Um, yeah. And he was good preseason uh, DFS guy. Yep. Correct. Um, I was, uh, I thought the game was won and lost in the trenches. I thought that our offensive trenches were not very good. Um, and that's why we weren't able to pull away. Rogers was doing crazy moves back there. Dylan couldn't get anything going until the end of the game. Um, Jones was okay. He's on my fantasy team. He did all right, um, actually. Um, I saw Dobbs. Uh, obviously, he had that drop at the end, but he had some – I mean, that touchdown that he caught looked good. That was like 
it looked like he had been there for a while with that back shoulder touchdown. Um, then he had that tragic drop at the end, but um, it turned out being okay. Um, I thought our defensive line looked ferocious. I thought there were there were a couple times where I was like, oh my God, they're going to kill him because they had such a clean break to like a monster sack. So that was cool. Uh, what else? Um, Crosby finally kicked a field goal. Yeah, which I was worried about. That was, nice. that was nice to see. Oh, yeah, so was I. I was like, oh, my God, what? You know, especially in overtime. Well, first, when we were on our own 10-yard line in overtime, I thought we were going to get, like, a strip sack, fumble for them to score a touchdown just because it's our overtime curse. So I was really glad when we got out of our own area there. But, um, yeah, Crosby, I was worried about that. Um, but, yeah, he made it. Um, we beat Belichick. We're 3-1. and one. Who do we have next week? The Giants in London. Oh, that's right. Giants in London. Well, as you said, we're not going to London to lose, especially next to the Giants. No. So um, I like a good, a nice bounce back game from Rodgers there because uh, he was he was all right today. He wasn't. Well, I thought he sucked. He though. wasn't great. But like I said, the, his, off, the, his, the quarterback rating in the first half was 11. Right. So, I think if you go and just hand not, the ball off 20 right. times, your QB rating is at that. least a 60. Well, um, apparently not. Apparently not. What was I going to say? You, uh, I had, I had something there, and then you threw that stat at me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a Tim, wild are card. You, Tim, are you there? Can you hear me? Tim's there. Yeah. Tim had front row seats last night to the Bucks game. Oh, I, uh, I thought about turning that on for a second, but I just watched the Brewers uh, collapse. Yeah. yeah usual, so. All right, Matt. See you, buddy. Runners. Yep. yep. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Timmy, how'd you get those seats? Uh, a good friend. Very, very yeah. good friend. Um, yeah. Hold on. I'm texting a good friend right now. You talk. I'm doing something. Okay. I mean, <laughs> my go podcast. Right, go right ahead. Sorry, there's a tow truck that just pulled up. So, like, I have to keep, like, half my eyes on this because, you know, I have no parking. Maybe they were watching and thinking, like, oh, let's go get his car now. You just, how long is, where are you going to park? Well, I'm, I'm staying here until we're done and then I have to go get some soup actually later. So that's like the least normal thing I've ever heard. What? Uh, my, my, my buddy made some soup tonight. Costa Rican soup. So good. So good. My wife made burgers. Were they good? Uh, yeah, very good. All right. Did so, do you, you think, think, did you think the defense, the defense? If you got tickets to Lambo, would you go? If you ever got front row seats to Pfizer, would you go? Would Why you don't go? you go to the hockey game? You live right there. I'm not going to hockey. I'm not going to cheer on the Blackhawks or Minnesota Wild. Come on. Let me tell you the teams that I think right now are better in the NFC than the Packers. Okay. That'd be fun. The Eagles right. are. The Eagles oh. are. God, I might have to think the Cowboys are when Dak comes back. No. The Rams, I think the Rams are like bipolar. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just the word I'm using to describe. But I think they might be better. The Cardinals are crap. Seahawks suck. Vikings suck. They what are your thoughts? Suck. What are your thoughts on Detroit? Highest scoring team in the league. And they've been outscored 140 to 141. <laughs> Unbelievable. Rams? Uh, Rams, Rams, I just literally said. Sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now it feels normal. Yeah, there's my guy, Timmy. Buccaneers. Um, uh, Buccaneers? Well, we beat them, but they were not healthy, at full strength. Healthy, healthy yeah. Buccaneers. Yeah, they weren't at full strength. Uh, Packers, what do you think about your boy, Chris? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Packers defense, were they a little soft tonight, like attacking New England during the game? Well, no, because what New England was doing, they would run, 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 and then Zappy would get play action. He only had 99 yards. Yeah, but I just so I they just would run, like, run, run, just, and then they would just have him throw a play action, and one of their guys 
So the Packers, it was Parker the Packers bit on play action is what you're saying. Well, yeah, because they just figured that they're just going to run. And that, that again goes back to how we started talking about Belichick versus Lafleur. It's like Belichick, Belichick knows, and Lafleur's not McCarthy, but even when Jordan Love's been in there, that Jordan Love game against the Chiefs, that was, they, they, Lafleur didn't like know, he didn't know how to coach a backup quarterback. And when, when uh, Rodgers was down that one year, it was Hunley. McCarthy didn't know what to do. And here you have Bill Belichick, who he loses Brian Hoyer after two series. And he's like, all right, I got a plan. This is my third string quarterback. I know what he can do. I know what he can't do. I know everything about him. I know how to win with third string quarterbacks. I know how to win on the road with third string quarterbacks. This is our game plan. This is what we're going to do. And it took him until overtime to get it done. So where we were all happy that, Randall Cobb ran on the backfield eight years ago when McCarthy beat Belichick. Belichick, I mean, I, even in losing, he's showing you like how good of a coach he is. There's, there's no thing that there's, there's rarely, a, and I can't think of one off the top of my head where it's like Brandon Staley is that his name? Chargers. That yeah, guy, yeah. He screwed up last year against the Raiders. Nathaniel Hackett has been disgustingly bad all year. Matt Nagy was terrible. Mike Zimmer's always making mistakes. Josh McDaniels is screwing up. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh goes for it on a fourth down today when they hadn't scored in uh, two quarters. So there's all these coaches that still make these insane blunders, and yet Belichick never does. And even in today's game, LaFleur calls that, you know, challenge when he should have used the yeah, he, he Yeah, that was... And here's a good point from Alex to answer your question. Packers only gave up 17 points. I do need to remember, because it happened so rarely, that some of those came off a of pick six, only the fourth in Rodgers' career. Packers' defense gave up 10. Because well, pick six. Okay, so that's... There's... Right? The Patriots scored 24. Oh, okay, sorry. Minus a I'm, seven is 17. Yes, yes, 17. Yeah, sorry. I was... No, you're good. You're you're on you're literally on the corner of a street downtown chugging Miller Lite. Welcome to Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, Mike says it's nice the special teams appears reliable. I still get nervous, but it seems like things are generally fixed. Yeah, last year a punt could have been blocked. That hold would have been botched on the last kick of the uh, game. There would have been another blunder. Uh, we did have a penalty against us. There was a Tariq Carpenter penalty, which uh, eliminated the possibility of of Crosby going for a 65-yard field goal. Although I don't – how do we not get a Hail Mary there? End of regulation. We're doing the donkey thing to Randall Cobb? Are we worried about Roger's arm here? On a scale of 1 to 10. Tim, I just want to mention, uh, did just go into his house. The audio on that sounds like you were just captured. Oh, okay. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how nervous were you for that field goal to win the game? Crosby? Yes. Seven. Yeah, I was probably about an eight or nine. I have a friend, Travis, uh, that I reference a lot, big Packer fan, and he goes, um, I hope Crosby misses. Why? I said, well, why then we tie? And he says, because I want him cut. And I go, but he's been fine. He goes, dude, I know, but there was that one field goal against Indianapolis. That's all I ever see with him. It was, was a like, shank that he had eight years ago. That was like, I was about to say that was like six or seven years ago. What is yeah, because we went to that that game and it was brutal. Um, what room are you in, by the way? That looks like your Green Bay room, maybe? Yeah, this is my Green Bay postgame studio. Okay. Yeah. I like it. The colors yeah. look good. Colors look it's good. actually since I'm friends with Cheesehead TV now, it's their basement. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, you asked me about Chris, Paul Chris, Badgers head coach, now fired, I guess. Or I saw the tweet, and I think a lot of people did because you know we're all on our phones all the time. Well, they buried it. Like, good job. It happened that. the moment Dobbs dropped that ball. Good job to them for burying that. Like. That couldn't have come at a better time, right? And it's not going to be the story tomorrow because everyone's still going to be talking NFL tomorrow. Nobody cares. Like, like people are going to tweet about it and say, oh, my God, like I saw Rich Eisen was like, wow, Rich Eisen don't care about it tomorrow. He'll be talking all NFL. He's talking say, Buccaneers, can, Chiefs, and all that stuff. Can I just say one thing about this, and then we can 
stop about talking about this. I hope they don't hire Jimmy Leonard for the head coach, like make him permanent head coach. Why? Just blow it up and start something new. You want Lance Leifold? No, John Gruden. What? Yeah. John Gruden? Yep. Like the, the John, John Gruden. Gruden. Like Vegas John Gruden Buccaneers. There's John not like Gruden. a There's not like a Sun Prairie assistant coach named John Gruden you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the John Gruden. Who's even ever going to mention his name? Somebody. What the hell are you talking about? I just would like John him. Gruden. John Gruden. Yes. We'll talk about this later. Maybe later in the week. That's as random as me saying, like, Bart, you should have a co-host for your show. And I'll be like, yeah, let me just call up Wayne Brady. It's See? so random. It don't make yeah. any sense. Exactly. John Gruden. Yes. Can you explain? Instead of me saying John Gruden another 17 times. Instead of bringing on someone from the coaching staff right now, let's just tear everything apart. Let's run a new offense. Obviously, the offensive, you know, this is the offensive line is probably John Gruden. I hear, yeah. See, I can't even explain because you'll just you'll just keep saying John Gruden, John Gruden. How's your DoorDash going? I retired. <laughs> oh yes, you did. You did. I might get back into it though because I didn't have a. Here's a good one. Jake says, "Who's your second choice? Rex Ryan, Ron Dane." <laughs> Adam says, I like how we had to clarify which Gruden, as if Jay was a better option. No, I, I still haven't bought my plane ticket to go to Buffalo. Yeah, you're still going, right? Yeah, so I need uh, I need money for that. That's looking like a more winnable and winnable game if the Packers can figure some stuff out here in the next couple of weeks. The Packers can't stop the run. You know what Josh Allen's going to do to us? Run all over us. Oh, by the way, if we go to London – and have Mark Sanchez and Kevin Kugler. Did you watch that game Sunday morning? Um, I watched the very, very end. Everyone was complaining about Mark Sanchez. What he was, was terrible. He doing? Everything, everything he did was an analogy. And then Kevin Kugler, instead of just being like, like how I say, hey, Tim, what did you think about this? What did you think about this? He would say Tim Shea. So you Tim, know who, Shea Tim Shea. He you said know Mark Sanchez every time. You know who should do our game next week? Jim Nance and Tony Romo with Tracy Wolfson on the sideline. They were you know good. Should, you know who should do our game? Who? John Gruden. <laughs> uh, are we going to go? Are we broadcasting live from Big Ben next week? Uh, we can broadcast live from like three Lions. Okay. Maybe I should ask them. Steven says, watching Roger shake his head after every time he threw an incompletion really gets annoying. Most of those passes were bad throws on his part. So I was wondering if he was shaking his head at himself or receivers. Well, what he'll do is he'll have somebody ask him that in the post game, and then he'll get offended by the question, and then he'll tell Pat McAfee that the media is out to get him. And then he'll play the first half of Sunday's game like he's on drugs. So there you go. John Gruden. Are you you just like who do you no, want? I, well, I said Dion. I want Dion. No, no, Dion. Do you understand how do you understand how many titles we'd win if Dion was the coach here? That would be sweet, actually. <laughs> if Dion Sanders came here, would you get season tickets with me? Uh oh. Yeah, I, I would do anything. Sorry, just looking. The tow truck is leaving with a car. Just towed a car. So a parking spot opened up. There is, actually. I do see it. <laughs> <laughs> you want my car towed? Uh, no, no. I want, I want you to get in. Uh, Mike <laughs> says, how about hire, we hire Mike Sherman? <laughs> Sugar Bear? I believe People that don't know was... Zach Taylor's uh, father-in-law. I believe that was his nickname, Sugar Bear. Brett Favre called him. Ooh, Brett Favre. Why did I say Brett Favre's name? Now I probably just Okay, so him. on Tuesday's show... I'm going to have an extensive Brett Favre segment. Good. Yeah. So look forward to that. Um, Rogers, 21 to 35, 251, two scores, a pick six. 
Packers running game, 199. One yard short of 200 today. Yeah, Dylan, 17 carries, Jones, 16. Look at that. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, like you did say, Jones or uh, Dylan looked very powerful in the last in the fourth quarter. Alan Lazard, is... six for one sixteen. Dubs five of forty seven. Cobb three of forty two. Tunyon two of twenty two. I still think they need to work Tunyon in much more, but he does look very slow. I don't know what happened there. Got his first touchdown today. Watson with one catch. Dylan with a catch. Oh, what was Rogers doing that one play where he like? <laughs> The, yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Was that two Dylan where he like threw it backwards and it looked like a fumble? It's kind of did. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a text message. No, that's okay. I was texting someone else during this podcast. Oh, okay. It's like, Bart, all you got to do is be attentive for an hour a day and I'm sitting here on my phone. You know, I want it to feel as much like the radio show as possible. So I'm like not listening when I ask people questions and look at my phone the whole time. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so I just got a text message about the next Badgers head coach. Like from an inside source? No, 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 no. Just someone that wants someone that's a big fan of this guy. Let's Ooh. go. Lance? Coach, coach O. He's done. Go Badgers. Come on. Can't you hear that? Go Badgers. Go Badgers. How about by law of attrition, shouldn't we hire Brett Bielema back? That's the best part about this whole thing this weekend is that the coach that got Chris fired is Brett Bielema. Oh, Steven's coming to us from Oxford. I mentioned him on the podcast Friday. Oxford population 632. Oh, I thought you meant Oxford, Mississippi, home of Ole Miss. No, Oxford, Wisconsin. Okay. Great town. And it's great to see that they, as recently as an hour ago, must have high-speed internet. (laughs) Good for them. I'm going to mute you for like 30 seconds, so say something creative. Well, I'm actually uh, fixing to wrap this up here. Wonderful. Even better. Yeah, because... Got some Sunday night football to watch. So I'm still, you know, work in progress on the Sunday games. I do like jumping on right away and, and talking. And we had some people that utilize the stream yard link. So I do see you on video, although you can do what Tim's doing right now and, and not show your face. That's what Badger did earlier. Uh, did I see what Rogers wore to the podium? I haven't seen any post game yet. If you want to. Uh, Should I go on Twitter real quick and kind of. Well, last week I got mad at him for wearing that necklace. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Did he say? Well, no. no, I mean, nobody asked him about the necklace. It's just losers like me. Talk about him. Yeah, and what's with his hair, too? Is His hair's weird. Am I too picky well, on Rodgers, like, or is it all deserved? He, he got, like, half of it cut, so. I mean... People have been critical of me, but no one combined has ever been critical of me the way that I'm critical of Rogers. Like, I, I'd get a cease and desist on me if I was him. I talk about him way too much. And, yeah, he's our quarterback, but. As, I, about... as I'm scrolling through Twitter, I see Toby say, I'm stunned about Paul Chris. Stunned? What are you stunned about? He's having stunned. a terrible He's having a terrible year. I'm I'm surprised. I mean, I'm glad the Badgers did this. Whatever. Sorry. This is a Packer, Packer, Packer show. Well, I mean, they did just fire Paul Curse an hour ago. That's kind of big news, and I'm wearing a Badger shirt. It's not Brewers. We'll talk about Brewers later in the week. Do we have to? Oh, I want to. I'm so I'm, I'm you want to roast up. Let, let, let's have like Thursday show. So coming up, we've got uh this is the Monday show. Tuesday, Evan Heffelfinger will be back. And we're gonna talk some Brett Favre, go through some voicemails. Uh Wednesday's mm-hmm with you. Can't wait. Thursday morning show will be essentially my 
resume to the Brewers for why they should fire Rick Schlesinger and hire me. I can't wait to see your final grade for him. Will it be an F minus or an F? So I'm doing a podcast and we're, we're giving out fucking grades to him. I mean, isn't that what everyone does? We do things differently here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. We do things differently. If you had to give the Packers a grade right now, what would you give them? What would I give them? <laughs> I'd give them a T. For Tim? For Tony in Texas. Oh, no. Tony. Tony's got that Oxford dial-up. Are you there? Hold on. Tony. Connecting. Tony, it's just about to wrap this up. Tone bone. Another thrilling conclusion. Tony, your internet sucks. So normally, like, when I tell someone their internet's bad, they, like, try to talk. But Tony's just, like, moving his face. No, he's not even. He's moving his phone, and his face is still as if he's saying no words. (laughs) What is he doing? We'll get Tony on a different time. We're wrapping this up. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. That was weird. I'll keep that in. But That was very weird. That was weird. All right. New episode tomorrow. Like and subscribe. Google, Apple, Spotify. Wherever you found us, find us again tomorrow. I love you all. Love you, Bart. Go Pack Go. Go Badgers. Go Brew. John Gruden. Let's go, John Gruden. <laughs>